With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, that's terrible. Music. My bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the music right there. Huh, partner? Am I looking the right way? Yeah. No, this way. Hey, buddy. Good to see you. Well, guys, let's get into it. We are simulcasting tonight on Facebook Live. You can see us. You can see me here at the uh, at the basement. You can find me at Clark in Chicago. On Twitter, I am Clark Lawrenson. He is the host of the show, the one who runs this thing, Mr. Alfred Ferdinand Larcher III. Hey, Al. Well, great to see you, Clark Lawrenson. It's time for another exciting broadcast as we uh, as we uh, party through the pandemic here Whew. at the Larcher and Lawrenson show. It's good. It's good to see you. It's, I've noticed you. Yeah, go ahead. No, it's good to see you as well. Thank you. You notice what? Well, I know I see you online now a lot doing little uh, science experiments with with your daughter. So yeah. I was hoping maybe maybe we'd get something going here tonight. Maybe you do a little uh, a little magic for us. Maybe you have some baking soda. Well, you know, and and unlike that show, Clark. Oh, by the way, don't try, don't try to upstage me on this show, okay? None of that. Like, BS. what do you mean upstaging? Let the damn kid uh, be the star of the show. Oh, like everyone knows she is. You well, son you of a gun. There and you, you, you try to ham it up for the camera and steal the thunder. She's running the show. I'm just explaining things as we go a little bit. And then she gets to do the stuff as much as possible. Hazel, Hazel, uh, pour, pour in the thing here. Here you go, honey. Here, And all you see is this. You see Hazel like this, and then you just see the hand. The hand comes and starts. It helps. You are my biggest heckler on here, too. And then snaps her hand away, slaps it away, and then starts doing the the thing. And then you know what happens? The kid gets bored. As soon as you push her away, she's like, what the fuck am I even here for? Hell, she loves it. She's having a blast in there. Guys, leave a comment on Facebook Live. I think I can take your calls tonight uh, at the the call-in line. Um, Really? 760-454-8834. 760-454-8834. Give us a call. Uh, let me go pull that up. G- give, give us a few minutes and we'll get to the, we'll get to the call line. Uh, leave a comment if you're watching on Facebook Live. And if you're listening later, uh, we're, we're on all of the podcast networks. You can find us pretty much anywhere, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, if you, 760-454-8834. If you're listening later, just shoot us a tweet, at Larcher Lawrenson. Shoot him a tweet. He's at Larcher Than Life. I'm at Clark in Chicago. Uh, we're here to talk about all of your quarantine needs. Uh, if you've made any adventures out of your house, like, well, how do you get out of the house? What, what do you do when you leave your house? Is it okay to take the kids out for a walk? Things like no. that. There's also some other things to talk about. Thanks, Al. Great. Yeah, no kids are allowed <laughs> outside. Great. And you're, t- you're calling me a bad parent. I'm bad with my kid on videos. I'm bad here. She's having a good time, and it makes our days go 
it moves the days along when we do them. We didn't do I one today. The, I enjoy the videos. I'm just saying you need to really let her be the star of the show instead of trying to steal the spotlight. Uh, I mean, you, you, you upstage the poor kid, and the kid's out there. She's the one people want to see. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. That, that's true. She, she does fine. Uh, w- w- have you gotten out of the house since the last time we talked, Al? Like, w- w- what's going on there? So Saturday I turned into uh, Bill Cosby. Remember? Well, not Bill Cosby. He, wow. He, he's, he's, yeah, he's into putting. Okay. Uh, I didn't think you could be around other people right now to do that. I didn't even know. I, I turned into uh, Heathcliff Huxtable. And, uh, you know, he loved the, uh, the hoagies. He loved a good sandwich. And I was craving a good Italian sandwich. Yeah, nice. So I, I went on the, the uh, Internet thing, the uh, Uber Eats or whatnot. Mm-hmm. To see if uh, I can find uh, find a hoagie, uh, someplace find a place I delivered, and then I looked at the pricing. And I'm like, damn it! You know, if the butcher shop is open for the same price, I could get a delivery of a sandwich. I could buy a week's worth of sandwiches. Today, I actually le- I left the house and I went to my favorite uh, butcher, which really should be your butcher. Okay, not far from you at all, and that's uh, Joseph's Finest Meats over about and, Harlem uh, and Addison, somewhere around there. Yeah, right, right around there. Norwich, a little bit yep. shy of. Uh, a little shy of uh, of uh, Harlem. There's a there's a new testing site right over there for COVID nineteen. It's been there for about it's only been there about two three weeks. Yeah, that used to be the DMV right there. Now yeah. they shut that down, and now it's a uh, testing site. Hey, uh, we we've got a phone call. I mean, should we just go there right now? Should we just? Sure. Yeah. You know, all of the DMVs closed down. Or all of the uh, not. It wasn't a DMV. It was a you know, check your muffler kind of place. What do you call this? Yeah. The DMV. No, the DMV is where the you go to get your license. Vehicles. No, it was the, uh, the test, the emissions test. There it is. There it is. Now I have to go up to Skokie to get it. All right, we're going to go to the caller in the 773. I got a little advice for you right here. Stay home, huh? Caller in the 773. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hello? Hello? Hello, caller? Hello? Oh. Hello. All right. Maybe we're not getting anybody here. Hello. All right. All right. Uh, caller in seven seven three. Give me a second. We gotta get back. Oh wait, wait. Hang on. Caller. Hello. Seven seven three. Oh. Is there anybody there? <laughs> yeah. The neat, neat. Uh, that this is the best phone call that we've had. That was great. Oh, oh it works. I'm caller, fantastic. did you hang up? Did you hang up? Could you hear it? Yeah, they didn't want. It. They heard you and they hung up right away. It was actually, you know, I had a. Did you screw this up, Clark? Because Gar Foreman was supposed to call in. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, Gar yeah, Foreman was, was going to have his goodbye. I think you just hung up on Gar Foreman. No, I think you screwed it up. You you should have walked away. Is the bit? You, hey, Clark, I've got to go to the to the restroom real quick, and then boom, then you're Gar Foreman. That's the bit. What 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 is a Gar? It's it's a name, I guess. I don't know. Is Gar short for anything? It sounds like something that existed in like 1920 that's no longer around. Much like the Spanish flu exists in our name. It's like they went to the same. Uh, he, well, I'll have a leave. Is it like Garbon? Garbanzo bean? What is it? The he name Gar is an Anglo-Saxon baby names baby name. An Anglo-Saxon baby name. The meaning of it, Gar, is spear. Spear. It may be a clan well, name, a given name. 
he didn't quite spare uh, much uh, championships for the uh, for the Chicago Bulls. No, with no. Twenty two years of failure. Like you want to talk about how bad the Cubs are and their management and how how terrible they've been their entire lives. I mean, the Bulls have really. I mean, they shit the bed in the uh, late nineties, and they've stayed in the same sheet since. Well, not not since they had the run with the, the Derrick Rose era, where John Paxton got a little bit lucky. Gar's only been in this position for roughly maybe, I don't know, somewhere in five to 10 year range, something like that. But he'd been, he worked his way up as a scout and everything. Um, but after the, you know, they got lucky with Derrick Rhodes with the number one pick when they shouldn't have gotten it. Um, they, they had their run. They, they did pretty well, but man, things have just fallen to shit. Like people are leaving the team. I got a buddy of mine who's moving to Indianapolis in here. We were going to lose him as a Bulls fan. But now I think he's back. You know, Brent, he's a buddy of yours as well. Yeah. Yeah. I know yeah. Brent. Yeah. No, it's it's got excitement. The new guy seems to have a little bit of flavor. Much, uh, I'd, I'd have the same kind of excitement as when the Cubs grabbed uh, Theo. You know, what's the new guy's name? Arturis Carnesofas. Carnesofas. Carnival. Carnival. The Carnival. Yeah. Why don't you give I it a shot? Why don't you try? Of, I got a lot of hope for the Carnival Cruise over here. Uh, he, uh, professional basketball player in Lithuania. Um. And uh, I think he went to college here. Oh, he went to season, Seton Hall here. He graduated in 94 and then uh, played in Europe for a long time. And then he kind of uh, he worked his way up uh, as an exec here. He was with Houston for a bit and with Denver. And uh, I don't know. It, Chicago hasn't been a place. Like, you think, what, what are you doing over there, pal? You think you can rely on, um, you think you can rely on the, the city to kind of bring free agents in and stuff. Uh that's right. never really Beautiful happened. City. Like all of your top free agents just kind of dis, dis on Chicago. Um, Listen, I, yeah, I did my I did my job, okay, as as an entertainer uh, and, and a representative of this city, entertaining uh, Jimmy Butler and uh, uh, Robin did. Lopez. Uh, you know, uh, former former uh, dear close personal friends of mine who who love the karaoke, and uh, you know, I can only do so much, Clark. And right. uh, outside of that, the Bulls need to do something, and they haven't. And uh, it, it's been a, it's been a dumpster fire for a long time. And uh, every year it feels like, well, they're they're tanking, and they're going to get a big uh, lottery pick. And uh, much like my life, the lottery just never comes in. Yeah, no, I uh, I'm with you there. I things can't go much worse. Uh, it sounds like uh, Garf uh, Jim Boylan. It sounds like they might wait until they finally either cancel the season or somehow restart something if if they go that route. Um, once they officially cancel the season, it sounds like head coach Jim Boylan's uh, going to be gone as well. And maybe, however, I mean, one more year of him this next year isn't really going to matter all of that much. So, who knows? Cut the fat, man. Cut it. Get rid of him. Now you know that John Paxson just got a new position. And apparently he's not going to be making your baseball operations needs. This feels much like uh, who is it? Is it Ted Phillips, president of the Bears? And then they uh-huh. they brought in Pace to run the football show this time finally, where we thought, hey, that might be a good idea. Guys, if you're watching on the uh, Facebook, leave us a comment. We'll uh, we'll answer you there, or give us a call at seven six zero four five four eight eight three four seven six zero four five four eight eight three four. Great to be back on Blog Talk Radio tonight. Uh. And yeah, and I'm happy for the Bulls. Well, it gives you hope. In the, these trying times of desolation, it really is the light at the end of the tunnel. It, it is the salvation we seek 
from the basketball gods above to help bring a little um, happiness to this great city of ours. Yeah. Um, well, there's actually sports to talk about. It's kind of funny. It's yeah. Yeah. I, I found myself watching horse on, on TV last night, Al, and it wasn't that great of television. I appreciate their effort. Uh, local uh, Sky Star, uh, Alex Quigley, she, uh, she's gonna be, she advanced and she's going to take on Zach Levine of the Bulls in the next quarterfinal. It's hard How to do. They're playing do? from their houses. What's that? How did her wife do? Um, I don't think she played. I don't think, I don't think she played. In, in horse? Yeah, because I saw in the news they had to – listen, if you ever watch CBS News, they got this guy. Local I, Chicago? I, I, yeah, he has to be a robot. He, he has absolutely zero personality. Like, I've <laughs> never seen a sports host with absolutely nothing in the tank when it comes to personality. Mm-hmm. And this guy goes out there, and he just – this is what's happening in the news. And, you know, and then when it's over with, because, you know, the, the sports is usually the lighthearted thing at the end. And all the dopey anchors are sitting there at the desk. Well, they used to back in the olden days. And then, and then the know-it-all um, investigative journalist who now, now is uh, the uh, lead anchor, you know, he, he cracks wise and makes a joke. This guy just sits there without a – everyone's laughing and giggling, and he just he just stares at the camera. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. It doesn't seem like very much fun, but he covered it a little bit. Yeah, no. What is his name? Who, yeah, yeah, he's been doing uh, Skype interviews, and they, they showed the ladies uh, at their home – uh, practicing yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. Well, what's crazy when you watch it, Al? Like the WNBA stars that played in it are playing in like a modest suburban home in the park or in the in the driveway on a hoop. Meanwhile, uh, playing against like Marcus Smart. Uh, I don't think she played against him. Somebody else did from Indiana, uh, but uh, who's has an inside gym, so there's no elements that are bothering him. While meanwhile, she's outside like shooting in the wind, and you know, there's a tree down right next to her. You know, it's yeah, it's just kind of it was funny to see the difference, not to mention that they're trying to film it and they're trying to do live stuff and their stream looks worse than ours right now somehow. So like, imagine that. Well, and you're more forgiving of that kind of stuff. Oh, did you catch any of uh, Saturday Night Live this week? Did you hear what they did? Matt Zahn. This is the robot guy. Matt Zahn. Matt Zahn. You're calling him out. Okay. Oh, my God. Like, it's just no personality. They used to have Ryan Baker who was a, a delightful news anchor. But they fired everybody, so they took the the, the uh, delightful sports guy and they put him to become the anchor in the morning. So now he he anchors the morning news. And then there's Matt Zahn, who uh, he, he used to I don't know if he covered bingo uh, prior to this. Uh, they they pump him up to the uh, sports anchor desk, and by God, it's like it's paint drying out there. Okay, all right, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, did you catch any of SNL? Did you hear what they did? I don't watch it. I don't watch that liberal propaganda. Oh, part, please. You know what? They didn't really. Oh, no, they did. They did a little bit. But uh, they. I'm sure they did. They did. But it, that was, you know, I've gotten, I got tired of their liberal stuff that they were doing uh, after so long, too. Like, it just even for me, a little bit too much, uh, way, way too much stuff there. Like, um, but no, it, they did show shows from at home. They, they did different sketches and stuff. They started out with uh, Tom Hanks was the host he hosted from his kitchen and you got to see him looking pretty good. He was the first celebrity to, to, to be known to have COVID-19. So it was just, it was oh, nice right. to see yeah. him there I forgot in doing that. that. Yeah. Weekend update was pretty good, but oh, isn't it amazing how... <laughs> it's amazing how all these rich people live through it, huh? <laughs> the, the houses that you see from, from some of these TV stars where they're doing the same thing we are. 
their houses look a little bit different than ours do. You know, just saying. Just yeah, yeah. It looks like I think those jobs. They I think the ones that have those jobs actually pay. Like right. you know, they they don't pay us even nothing. So right, I got right, a, right, right. you know, I got a beautiful poster back here. That was a gift. That was a housewarming gift. There you I moved go. In here, mm-hmm. you know, years ago from Patrick, and uh, I got a Furby. My mom gave me that Furby uh, just before she killed herself, oh, like uh, like a week before. Yeah. So, so okay. the Furby watches over me. Mm-hmm. It's a very uh, uplifting Furby. Well, and uh, yeah, I mean that's uh, that's all. I got, got the George there. Washington back there from from a really great friend. His name's Al Larcher. And uh, he he kind of centers everything right back there. Oh, you got both Cephas over there, huh? Uh, yep. The who's your favorite local news personality didn't really hit much there. Uh oh. L Archer, are you there? L Archer. Let's try to bring Chicago us back. The Bulls have fired their general manager, Gar Foreman, and baseball is continued to be canceled. Oh, Clark's back. Hey, Clark. Hey, how you doing, bud? What it- happened? We lost you there for a second. It kept going with just you, huh? I hope so. I mean, I, I, I thought I was carrying the show. You were. Great job. Yeah, keep going. What were you talking about? How boring Matt Zahn is. Oh, yeah. You're, you're back on that. I was gone for, what, 30 seconds? Here, you know what? Oh, I don't know if that's going to work. Oh, well. What are you trying to do? I had ideas, Clark. I had ideas. I like it. Give it an effort. What the hell? I mean, it's quarantine. Right, People are more forgiving right now. We can do whatever we want. Whatever we want. I don't. I can't get that stay home to come down from you. But here, let's let's give this a shot. Let's let's try this. Yeah, yeah. Before there you go. Out. There's Al. Hey, there he is. Now. And then oh, and now well, there it is. Yeah. Well, and now we lost Clark completely once again. Or I'm lost because I'm not looking. I'm here. Okay. I'm here. Well, there you are. I'm just trying to grab the stay stay home. So, what do you think about baseball? Well, one, you got the breaking news that the WWE is now an essential business in Florida. The Florida governor announces that it's it's an essential business. I mean, is it not an essential business? Listen, I I couldn't live without wrestling. Fair, absolutely. I mean, it's so hard to define what is and what isn't. You know, like. It, I'm still getting the crates from pro wrestling tees. Now they're right down the street here in Chicago. And uh, I'd imagine they they have a pretty decent sized staff working to, to box all those crates. And if one of them has it, are they sending it in the mail? Can you get this thing through the mail? What's that? COVID-19? Yeah. Yeah, you can. I I leave my boxes outside. I, uh, you know, I, I wipe down things when they come into my house. I'll leave boxes out for like two, three days, and then I still wipe down the outside package of things. I figure that most things that are in those packages have been there for, you know, three weeks or so, four weeks. Like, there's a good chance that since it's not in one, you know, like all these tests that say, oh, COVID-19, uh, it can spray 13 feet high in the air. It it lasts for two hours out there. Those are in, like, prime lab conditions. Those aren't in Chicago, you know, where the shit just gets blown apart within seconds by the wind. Now, I'm not an expert, obviously. Don't take what I'm saying and run with it. I'm still going to use all precautions while I'm out there. But, man, I, I, just, I don't think you have to be quite as scared as you – well, I, I say that, and there, there are people getting it and dying. So I, I don't want to yeah, take you know, anything I mean, away. what are you going to do? I know. I know. It's, I, I, went it's to the butcher. I went to the butcher today. That was, uh, that was fun. What did you, that was my adventure out. What did you wear? <laughs> what did you wear? 
I can't believe that's well, a question that I asked. I, uh, I wore a 2019 <laughs> uh, a Reebok sweat uh, apparel. Ooh, nice. Uh, nice. Yeah, approximately $30 at your local retailer mm-hmm. and uh, a pair of uh, of shoes. Uh, I believe uh, shoes. That's good. I forget. I, I don't. I, I'm not a shoe guy. I do wear like a specific shoe, but I can't think of the brand right now. Adidas. I, new I, I had some Adidas uh, new Adidas walkers on. And uh, a, a wrestling a Dusty Rhodes, a professional wrestler, uh, T-shirt from the aforementioned pro wrestling tees. Was the T-shirt so, covered with a hoodie? Oh, oh yeah, I the... wore a face mask. I wore a, okay. a, a red a red bandana. You do gloves. I do not do gloves. Do you have hand sanitizer oh, I, on you? No. I was watching the – and I did stop for gas, so I think pumping the gas, very dangerous. Dude, yes. So, you know, gloves uh, or hand sanitizer after the gas. After the – Wash your hands yeah, when well, you get home, right? You know, I'm screwed. I mean, I got the cove. No, you don't have the I got cove. The, I got the David Allen cove. I'm done. Don't touch your face. You know, and that's, our, that's what the melt mask helps out. Now you can. You're in, the, you're in your home. Like, I've, I've spent a lot of time washing my hands like crazy. They, they, they're like, you know, they're turning into uh, reptile hands. But you don't have to do that if you're just in your home anyway. Like, throughout the day, yeah. it's not like I'm bringing in new contaminants anyway. I don't know. Well, you probably are. No, I know. might be. You never know. Yep. You all right over there? Yeah. Well, my bit. Well, I was trying to do a bit. You know, I was trying to you know get a picture of uh, of share a picture of uh, Matt Zahn, and then uh, I figured you could minimize me and put put up his picture, and then uh, you could keep my audio on, and I could I could be Matt Zahn. But, I can. Uh, are you allowed to do that from your side? Like to. I try. No, I can't. I tried from my side. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. But now I have explained the bit. You know, it's like you're seeing the wizard behind the Oz. Nobody before would have known it was really me. No, they wouldn't have had a clue. Not, no, not my, at all. my impersonations are mwah, spot on. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, my grandma was a nanny, and I was going through old pictures uh, as I was cleaning things up today. And I was putting all the, the uh, pictures in a pro wrestling tees box. And uh, I come to the conclusion, you know, my, my grandma was a nanny. I think she liked the kid she was a nanny mo- more than me. I'm pretty certain of it. She liked the kid that she nannied for more than she liked you. I think so. What? I mean, a lot more photos, a lot more loving photos. I mean, look, I was a pain in the ass. Were you as big of an asshole as I was as a kid then? Like, Probably. I, I have memories, yeah. and I'm like, oh, I was a real little prick. Oh, that was good. You don't need to. Yeah. There you go. That's good. That's perfect. Is it Mr. Perfect? What a great character who just doesn't get quite the credit that he deserves. May I just say that? No, not at all. That's what he does. I mean, he, he gets a, he really does get a lot of credit. He never got a major push is the problem, you know. Yeah, I reckon. So what do you think about baseball? Maybe uh, just just sitting around Arizona and diddling their bets. I don't think that that's uh, any way to go uh, for, especially for those guys that have the families and stuff. Like they want them to be quarantined away from their family while they do this. And it just doesn't seem like that's going to be a thing. Do you know what I mean? Like they want them to be down there for four to five months. I do like some of the rules that they are talking about. Like, they're talking about having doubleheader games and only being seven innings per game. That's something you'd probably like about baseball if they only had a few uh, 
they should probably keep that. Like even if uh, this thing passes and we're just back to normal, I think that would be a good thing just to kind of keep. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Maybe. Oh, oh. Wait, this just in. Guys, uh, joining us now. Sorry, sir. I didn't mean to just. Al, I'm sorry to cut you off there, but uh, this here is uh, Matt Zahn from uh, CBS Chicago News. Hey, Matt. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Clark. It's a pleasure to be on the phone. It's great to have you. Do you uh, what would you say is the most exciting part of your day at CBS News Chicago? Oh, that's a really good question. Uh, I like the door. The door? Yeah, they got a really like it. Uh, it spins by itself when you walk in. Now coming up through the ranks, and you know, you you went to school for this. You've been worked at a couple of small markets. Do you feel like you really found your chops? Uh, you know, working in the smaller markets before you're here at CBS Chicago, the third biggest market in the United States. What do you think of that, Matt Zahn? Well. I like to think I bring so much energy to the broadcast, no matter what market I'm in, whether it's the small markets of Dubuque, Iowa, or oh. Missoula, Montana. Wow. Yeah, well, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, <clears throat> oh, no. or uh, the large, the medium markets of maybe a Kalamazoo, Michigan, okay. to mm-hmm. uh, the major markets of Chicago. Wow. I feel like I'm a ball of energy for wow. sports. Enthralling. Enthralling. That was absolutely enthralling. Hey, Al, uh, do you have a question for Matt Zahn while we have him here? I just wondered maybe you'd want to get something in. Hey, uh, hey, uh, Matt, why are you such a boring fuck? Oh, 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 my. I don't think I am boring. I'm very exciting. Bear down. Hey, there we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank Matt Zahn for joining us tonight. Thank you so much. Uh, partner, Al, it's, uh, it's good to have you back here, buddy. Welcome well, back. It's good. it's good to be back. You got that bore Matt Zahn out of there. Wait, what kind of guests are we lining up here, Clark? Hey. Jesus. Kellen's there on the comment line. Hope you dudes are doing all right. Hey, Same for oh, you. Yeah, we are. Hope you're doing all right, you and your missus there. Uh, hope you're holding down the fort over in the Southport Corridor and Lakeview there. Jesus, what a crazy time. Hopefully uh, we get football. I mean, hopefully there is a Bears down. I see some – we got the NFL draft coming up here. Uh, Was that next week? Is it already? Yeah. Teams are scrambling, figuring out what they're going to do. Like, they've got to be at home. They've got to be in separate locations. It's going to be an interesting year for that. As a fan, it absolutely sucks the Bears don't have a first-round pick. But in all practicality, with as weird as things are right now, it's probably a good thing we don't have a first-round pick. Yeah. Two second-round picks. What do you think? They got two of them. See what, see if, better than one. See if they can figure something out there. I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited to see. Do you think that we'll have NFL football on time? If you had to guess. No. Not on time. Could, by then, maybe maybe an empty stadium type deal, uh, just so you don't have too many people congregating. I do, I do feel we're going to have to slow the rollout back out. I mean, we're not just going to be jumping into giant stadiums tomorrow. We're not. Oh bullshit! I think I think as soon as this thing clears, everybody should pack into the karaoke bar and sing some songs. <laughs> I agree with you. Yes, uh, half capacity maybe, Al. 
Maybe maybe start with a half capacity. Oh, bullshit. Any oh, any capacity. any incomes better than no income? Maybe I don't know. Is there a thing there? Oh, no. Yeah, I don't know, man. We'll see. It's, who am I? I'm I'm a scientist. I'm not a scientist. Seven six zero four five four. You're also a bad like you should not be a kids host. Like you need to let the kids more like have more be more involved. All right. You need to. You I'll need text. To I'll text Hazel little. right now. Show's canceled because Al says that I should not be a kids host. We can't do it anymore. You need to teach a little bit. Maybe maybe I should. Al, she's three day. years old. She doesn't really understand. She just wants to throw things in. Does she know how to count to three? Oh, absolutely. She can count to three. So why not simplify things and you do the big stuff? But okay, Hazel, we need three drops of dye. Do you know how many because three drops are? Because she doesn't listen to that. She knows what three drops are, but she's gonna go. Make her listen. And when we were making something like slime, it had to be a precise thing. When we make other shit that doesn't have to be precise, I'll let her do whatever she wants. You know what, Clark? Clark, I hate to break it to you. You're not making the cure of the vaccine for the coronavirus. You're making fucking slime. It's okay if it doesn't turn out. What? It is not okay if it doesn't turn out. You got to get it right. Oh, we use way too much food coloring. Our hands are still purple. It's ridiculous. We didn't yeah, it was awesome. That. that was the best part of the show. Oh, it was something else. Uh, next week on this show, on our show, I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to set this up and I'll do a, we'll do an experiment. You and I. You from your desk, me from mine. I'm sure that won't make any mess on the equipment or anything. But that's that's the game plan there. Okay. Uh, all right. Good. Sign on up, my friend. Guys, thanks for joining us here at Live at the Sports Attic. I'm coming at yeah, you from man. the basement well, this studio. This is an absolute blast to be here and, uh, you know, doing things. Because I, I didn't sleep well last night because the damn, uh, what do you call it, the wind. Uh, the wind was uh, was just making a racket all night, so I didn't get much sleep. And then I got up, and I, and I was craving the damn uh, – well, I did a little cleaning, and then I was craving the damn sandwich, so I had to go to the butcher shop. So I went to the butcher shop, and, you know, that takes like an hour. Like, if you if you really want to get serious at a butcher shop, you're not in and out. You know, and then you got to talk to people, and uh, a whole thing goes on there. So – Finally get out of there. I I eat my sandwich and man, I just crashed. I was I went back to sleep and uh, I probably wouldn't have woken up, but thankfully for the show, uh, I did. And uh, thank you for you people here uh, for making that happen because otherwise, you know, absolutely, I'd still be I'd still be sleeping. Um, thank you for for joining me here tonight uh, to do the show. I I do enjoy it. Um, I I, I found myself playing. Uh, online poker in a zoom last night, um, which I kind of figured out is just like a, a, a nine person podcast. That's what the zoom was when I was playing with them. Cause except I didn't have to talk very much, not nearly as much as I do during this, this year show. So, yep. Hmm. Yep. 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 Uh, 760-454-8834 if you'd like to join in on the call. We do have some special guests coming in on the uh, on the Larcher and Lawrenson hotline. Uh, they'll be joining us soon. With COVID the way that it is, you know, we got to uh, got to uh, people are lining up our time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It is an exciting time to be alive. I tell you, you know, my, my thing with, with the uh, end of the world, and I've always said this, this is long before the COVID thing. Uh, and by the way, 19 is my lucky number. Um, long before this thing ever happened, I, I said, you know, people would go, well, do you want to be at the end of the world? And I said, yes. Like, it's like, it's like dying before seeing the end of a, of a television series you're watching. You know, imagine getting halfway through the Sopranos and just stopping for no reason, um, but getting halfway through the Sopranos and then all of a sudden you get hit by a car and you don't know how it ends. Even, even if the ending isn't great, you know, you, you miss out on seeing the end. And it's like, if things are ending and these are the end of days, which they're not, but if they are, I, I like being narrow, playing my fiddle in the attic, watching everything, uh-huh. uh, everything end, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I do. Oh boy, what a what a what a day, what a what a night, what a year, what a what a month. I mean, this month has been a year, is what it's been, Al. That's what I'd say. It feels like it's been like six months. That's the crazy thing. It's unreal. It it does. It's just there's just so much to process. And then there's just not anything going on. So all yeah. of that just equals craziness. Hang on, well, Al. I'm, I'm trying to work on this, this special guest here. Give, give me just a second. Sure. Dr. Phil, of course, uh, he's still doing shows. So, you know, that, that's uplifting. Judge Judy, that saint of a woman, she, she, uh, she recorded about 45,000 shows uh, over the course of the next uh, uh, three years. And they're all in the can. So that that's happening as we speak right now. So there's still the Judge Judy. You know, the government, the the, the state of Florida has issued uh, a, a saying that, indeed, wrestling is an, an essential business. We got that bro- breaking news from our correspondent, Eric, today, that uh, it looks that like we're, we're all right, man. Wrestling is going to keep going. I'm a dude doing a podcast in the dark as the light is has slowly diminished here in the attic as the sun sets on yet another day in uh, the Lord year of 2020 in these uh, trying American times. Uh, let's see what else is going on sports wise. Yeah. The NFL draft, of course, coming up here. Uh, not sure what the bears are going to do. You got to think, you know, it, I hate to say, look at quarterback, but maybe you got two second round picks. Maybe one of those two should be a quarterback. Uh, but you really want to go best available. They need help everywhere. Uh, the line is in shambles. Uh, that, that would be my, my first hope. The unexciting, uninspiring pick of, a, of an offensive lineman. Uh, I, I still think we need another receiver. We don't have a tight end. Um, I'm sorry, Jimmy Graham is not an answer. Uh, I would look at tight end. And then the uh-huh. defense is just... You know, it, it, it's falling more and more apart and getting a little older. And, you know, you got... Khalil Mack um, taking up the money and, uh, you know, you got to surround him with some pieces. So I don't know what the Bears are going to do. I'm excited to watch. I mean, it's going to be something to do. Um, Yeah. Uh, We'll see. I'm, I'm excited for the draft too. It's, it's crazy. Are you sure it's this upcoming week? No. Okay. I'm not sure of anything anymore, Clark. Yeah, uh, I'm not even sure this is a, isn't all just a nightmare. I, I could be sleeping right now. Well, I got it all worked out over on the uh, the local hot dog joint hotline. Uh, you order your dogs, they'll bring them out to your car over here at your local joint. Here on the local joint hot dog joint hotline, 
is none other than uh, Gar Foreman, who uh, is no longer uh, affiliated with the Chicago Bulls. Gar, welcome to the show. Uh, how was your day? Free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, I'm free at last. Well, Gar, um, it feels very- a lot of a lot of guys, uh, a lot of teams, a lot of play- yeah. fans of this team have not been happy with your decisions that you've made uh, over the last few years. So maybe a lot of fans are considering themselves free at last, free of you, free of of all of this. What do you have to say to that fan? Not me. But that thing. Well, well Clark, uh, just put it this way. What I have to say to those people is, what have they accomplished in their life? What have they done? Have they ever uh, ran a professional basketball team? Have they have they ever made tough decisions that uh, haven't worked out? Have they, have they ever dealt uh, with with players? You know, uh, it's easy to judge. It's easy to be the judge. It's hard to be the executioner. Well, I mean, I actually think that it is. Uh, I know a few folks that are quite accomplished in their field. Um, have spent a long time. They 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 also battle through um, through adversity in their positions that they are in. And they everybody has a tough job. However, uh, Mr. Foreman, um, I know that you were with the Bulls organization for 22 years. Thank you for your service. I know you had a lot of good years there as well. But the last few well, years, you, you're welcome. The last few years just must not have been. I'd imagine not not the easiest one. Maybe you're going to sleep a little bit better tonight. Are you kidding? I'm sleeping like an angel, and I've been sleeping like an angel for 22 years. I sleep just fine. I don't I don't have to worry about any of that stuff. You know, it's basketball. It's a hardwood. It's it's guys dribbling the balls, and uh, things don't always go in the hoop. The hoop of life sometimes is a miss. Hey. Uh, Mr. Foreman, sir, uh, I got my partner, Al Archer, oh, here. Gar, Gar, okay, Gar. My, my partner, Al Archer, is here with us today. Hey, Al, you're back on, on the air. And uh, I was just wondering if maybe you, uh, you might have any, uh, any questions for, uh, for Mr. Gar for me. I, I've taken over. Um, well, Gar, uh, I, I just want to know, you've been in Chicago for 22 years. Where is your favorite hot dog stand? Uh, well, that's a dumb question, but uh, I really like Franksville and uh, Addison and Harlem. Where uh, yeah, they got good barbecue chicken? Addison and Harlem—that's really interesting because uh, that's the same area that, uh, that that my partner Al Archer's been uh, been talking about lately as well. Uh, Al, are you still there on the audio? You, you know that hot dog yeah, place? I'm, I'm here. You know, yeah, it's terrible. This guy has really bad decisions. They have they have good other things, but their uh, their hot dogs are they're not known. I mean, sure, there's a guy driving a train that's like a hot dog, but they're not known for their hot dogs. I mean, they're more like uh, Greek chicken and whatnot. Uh, Gar, yeah, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Gar, hello, Gar, Gar. Do we lose him? I think we lost him. Oh, nuts. Oh, man. Well, he was probably embarrassed. He was well, probably embarrassed by the, the whole hot dog. It's just, he was one hell of an interview. It was quite possibly the greatest interview that this show has ever done, you know? Oh, yeah, I, I think should, so, yeah. I should have gone to the Facebook link. That would have gone a lot quicker. I didn't see that earlier. It took me a while. I had to get it from the phone to the... Uh, yeah, yeah, I thought about it after. That's when I went with the uh, Facebook. <laughs> okay, right. Look, I listened yeah. to a podcast today. It was the uh, Jim Cornette fella. No, 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 it was the other guy. You've been talking a lot yeah. about the Cornette fella. You've been listening to him. 
No, no, it was Pritchard. It was Pritchard. Okay. And they did uh, they did they did an episode on Paul Bearer, and I I noticed the picture uh, the Undertaker magazine behind you, so made me think of that. And uh, I didn't realize they killed off the Paul Bearer character so many times. Like they smothered they smothered him in concrete. They uh, they allowed yeah. him to fall through a, a trap door and die. Uh, yeah, like he he uh, not not good. They killed him. No, they that, killed the man. That makes a lot of sense. They 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 put him down a lot, but but he's Paul Bear. The Undertaker brings him back until he actually really him, did pass away. They brought him back, and he was so fat he couldn't get back in the ring. So then he had the bariatric surgery. The what? He had the stomach surgery. Oh, okay. Uh, Tom Skilling just did gastric bypass. Uh, he's back today. I don't know if you saw feeder in the news. So there you no. go. Yeah. I missed the feeder. Wow. Skilling's back tonight. That's probably why we don't have the usual listenership going on because, you know. Oh, yeah. Something People big are like tuning in for mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. For Wrestling's sure. on tonight. A little Monday Night Raw. I saw Jerry Lawler tweeting him getting on a plane. And boy, are people upset about that. What, he shouldn't be on a plane? No, he shouldn't be traveling because he's he's a fifty nine thousand oh, heart years attack old. survivor. Heart attack on air survivor. heart attack. Yep. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Well, you gave me a recommendation. Um, I didn't realize that it was out, and I I just looked like last week um, for uh, Broken Skull Sessions with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, you've, you've done the Undertaker. Uh, who else did they do? Did they do uh, Big show. Big show. Oh, they did Big Show? I couldn't find that one. Yeah, I think that was the one prior. They did Goldberg, Bret okay. Hart. Yeah, I saw Goldberg. I haven't seen Bret Hart yet. But uh but then uh, shit on Goldberg. Does he? Oh yeah, they Oh yeah. Didn't he uh oh yeah, he wore the uh the bulletproof thing or the the, the steel or something. Did they yeah. talk about that? Uh I d I don't remember. I just remember that Steve said something and uh it, it, Bret Hart jumped right in to say how horrible of a worker Bret, uh, oh, Goldberg amazing. is. I think Steve's a he good. Be around. I think Steve's a pretty good interviewer. I think he asked some pretty good questions, actually. I don't know. I agree. I, I enjoy Steve Austin uh, as a podcast host and uh, a slight television uh, personality. I've got to tell you, we we were talking earlier today, and you suggested Ric Flair, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'll definitely be able to knock that out during nap time today. Well, nap time started late, so I. Uh, I went to start it, and I'm like, holy shit, this Ric Flair episode's like an hour and 50 minutes. Yeah. Which is awesome. Long. It was. It took me like maybe 10 minutes to really get into it, and I, and I finished it. I finished it right here just before we started our show, actually. Um, and Steve Austin asks good questions, and they have a good, they have a good uh, re- relationship, it seems like, and it, it works. Oh, yeah, they respect each other. They respect you. I think – Rick Flair has many times said Steve Austin's, you know, the biggest star the business has ever had. And Steve Austin says Rick Flair is the best wrestler that's ever existed. So they, they both have a love for each other's uh, work in the ring mm-hmm. and the artistry they bring to, uh, to the mat, to the squared circle. So yeah, yeah uh, uh, they, they did, they had good, some good road stories and, you know, Rick Flair had his emotional moments where he'd break down and cry and, uh, uh, which is always watching somebody cry in front of Steve Austin is kind of funny. Austin almost cried though. Like he had tears in his eyes. He did. It was close. Let's let's, let's grab a bear and move along. You could tell he's like, Flair, don't make me fucking cry on that show. He uh, early on, I was I was really surprised that he mentioned that when Eric Bischoff uh, sent him home from WCW and fired him, it was the first time he'd really had a chance to be around his own kids for a while. And looking back, like then he didn't appreciate it as much. But looking back on it now, that was 
the best time of his life was when he was able to be there. And you can tell he's a man of reflections after that last 30 day stint in the, uh, in the hospital. Like he, he looks at life a bit differently. Uh, he, he's had a lot of 30 day stints in the hospital. I mean, yeah. he's had, he's even had a kid overdose and die, you know, like, yeah. I mean, Flair's had a lot of, he's very much the Andy Sipowitz of wrestling. He's made the wrong decision quite a bit in his life. Like, but that being said, like, I mean, it, it seems like his kids right now have a pretty good relationship with him. It seems like anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they do. Like, I think everybody is in a, in a, a peaceful place. And, yeah, you know, it, Ric Flair is, isn't, he loved wrestling and, you know, he often put wrestling above everything else. And you know what? That's what I want in a wrestler. Yep. 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 Um, when, uh, when, when Flair fought oh, Sean, mistakes myself. he talked about when Flair fought Sean, yeah. uh, Sean retired him, uh, and Sean talking about it at the beginning, I'm going to call this match. Um, right. and it took him about 15 minutes to really get into it. I like the spot that they had in that match where, uh, Sean went to the top rope, and uh, and Nate yeah. flipped him over. Because the, yeah. the big thing is, Nature Boy always goes to the top rope, but he never jumps. Somebody just throws him off. No. Like, that's the thing. Uh, but that that was a good story uh, where Sean did that. Um, and, you know, I've seen their match from a few different views. What I like about Austin's show there on the WWE Network, uh, Broken Skull Sessions, is that it um, they're able to use, like, chunks of these pay-per-views from WWE you get the podcast and that's great and all, but watching it on the show, like you're like, well, I want to go see that sometime, but there you could see it. They did it with some undertaker stuff, uh, but you get to see it with Shawn Michaels. And uh, you know, you've seen the, I'm sorry. I love you at the end with the, with the last kick um, before, but it, I don't know. It was good to see it come right from him right there. Uh, yeah. I think. I now understand when, like, my uncles would talk about these old guys that were on shows and stuff and be like, that's so-and-so, he's such a badass. And I was like, that looks like an old man. Sure. Like, looking at looking at Ric Flair, like, he, I mean, he's a man in his 70s now, and, and he's yeah. not that. So I understand why, like, the kids may not, may just, like, he's the superstar Billy Grant, you know, like, those guys that were, that would come around for, maybe not Billy Grant, maybe that's a bad well, I remember there was a pay-per-view where uh, Mad Dog Vachon oh. was uh, w- was ringside, and I think they ended up taking his artificial leg and using it as a weapon. Oh, and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I, m- I remember saying, "Wow, look at that old guy!" But you know, I've seen some footage of him in the in the ring, and he was a Mad Dog. You know? Yeah. What did you take from Freddie uh, Flair? By the way, oh, that's I mean, who I'm thinking of, Fl- Freddie Blassie. Blassie, Freddie Blassie was, you know. Um, old school manager. Like he was in his seventies when we were a kid and uh, you, you didn't see him much except for like promotional videos. They really used him Cause he, I mean, he was phased out by, you know, rock and wrestling like 84. You didn't see, see any more classy Freddie Blassie, but you know, I, I've been studying a lot of Japanese wrestling and classy Freddie Blassie was the villain was one of the top villains in Japan who would go there as the, the classy American who, who wanted oh. to, you know, embarrass the Japanese wow. and you know, the hero, Yep. The hero would come and uh, shut him down. So yep, that's he a lot did a of lot of work in Japan. He did a lot of work with Ray Stevens in San Francisco on the West Coast. Ray, um, Ray Stevens, you know, didn't he sing The Streak? He, strang- he sang The Streak, and he also uh, hosted uh, Mornings at US 99. Oh, yes, they call Ray, him The Streak. The fastest guy you've ever seen. 
Why why wouldn't you go with the Mississippi Squirrel Revival? I think that's more well known. I don't know. The streak is more well known. No, the day the squirrel went berserk in the first South Baptist hey Church. There, don't go there, Ethel. Come on, the streak. No, no, no. Mississippi <clears throat> Squirrel Revival. Oh, yes, they call him the street. The fast guy the on TV. The if there's record to be seen, he'll be out there showing off his physique. <laughs> no. You don't know what you're talking about. Guys, look up Listen. the song, The Streak. Look up Ray Stevens' singer. Not the morning show host, not the wrestler, but look him up. Then you'll know what we're talking about. Well, look at the wrestler. The wrestler was uh, one of the uh, was he? All right. the greats of, greats of all time. I'm just surprised I there's mean, three guys named Ray Stevens. Ray Stevens uh, tagged a lot with uh, Mr. Pat Patterson back in the day on the uh, on the West Coast. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Look up Mississippi Squirrel Revival. I will. Did you see that uh, without Ric Flair, there would be no LeBron James? Did you catch that part? LeBron had told him, he said growing up, like, he was the, the first, he was the original style guy, was Ric Flair. So, like, as a yeah. kid, like, the first things that LeBron wanted to do was uh, – was grow uh was wear Rolexes and, and dress in style like Ric Flair. I just that blows sure. my mind. Hey honey. Hi. Yep. Hey, it's the executive producer. She's yep. back. It was Hazel. It was actually oh, Hazel. What's up, Hazel? Bye. Good night. Let free Hazel. Good night. Free Hazel. Good night. Wait, that's not gonna let her hear you. Like she can't hear you. Only I can hear you. Like hey. Free Hazel. Good night. She wanted. She heard me, so she wanted to come down. I, I guess. I, I guess I get loud down here sometimes. Oh boy, do you? Um, how about this? I know that you've been a fan of uh, guys like the Young Bucks, and and things like that. One thing that Ric Flair brought up to uh, to Steve Austin was, uh, you know, you got these guys doing all of these high spots. Um, you can't do twenty seven super kicks in a match. Is what they say. Well, you can now. Yeah, you can now. Are they? So does that make him out of touch with what wrestling is now, or is there a little bit of the uh, the psychology to it with that? Like, the super kick is no longer like for Shawn Michaels. That was the finisher. Like, boom, you're out. Right. It's no longer that. Is it, has it gone where the DDT's gone? They even brought up uh, Harley Race's finisher was a suplex, right? Like. And, I mean, there's thousands of suplexes that go on in matches. Is that just the evolution of it, and, and, and there are bigger moves for finishers now? No. The um, wrestling in general sold itself out by becoming too fast in the ring and not selling enough to make it more exciting. Now, there's an argument, and it's a fair argument, that if – they didn't speed up the action. Maybe nobody would watch anymore, but history would say otherwise, you know, wrestling originally was real. Okay. It was a shoot. Yeah. And they they would take two guys and they would put them in a ring and you know how long the average match lasted back then. Oh, I bet yeah. like 40 minutes. At least. I mean, we were talking hours. Wow. Yeah to try to pin somebody's shoulder to the mat without being able to knock them out or punch them. I mean, hours guys, which it was an endurance contest. And finally, I believe it was like Hackenschmidt. Um, and uh, I can't think of who, who, who did it with him. Hackenschmidt and uh, another wrestler, they kind of got together and they're like, you know, if we, if we kind of yeah. tell the story, 
we could probably build a bigger audience. Right. Right. And then that's when wrestling became, became a, a, a work. It became rigged. It became uh, fixed. And, um, and it was, you know, it was been protected like, since Do they have the guys and, that they can credit it to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty like, if you okay. go, if you read a wrestling documentary, mm-hmm. I, at least once in your life, Clark, if you're a fan of wrestling, you should read a book on uh, its origins. Yeah. We'll see. It wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt, you know, to maybe take, you know, uh, a couple hours out of your life to, to learn about the history of the sport that uh, you enjoy. Um, but yeah, it's, and I, and I recommend that to everybody go on Amazon and find a, find a book with the history of wrestling and uh, learn something. I mean, it, it's a fascinating art form and it has a lot of history. I mean, it's over a hundred years old. It also one is, was one of the origins of television. You know, that, that wrestling is one of the first programs to ever exist. And I believe it was the first quote unquote sport to ever be on uh, television. So, you know, our history in our lineage goes back, you know, a hundred years uh, to the early 1900s. Uh, I mean, before that, even in Mexico, and then you get the, the advent of television and the boom of, uh, was a Katie K K what's, what's the Pittsburgh station? The first radio station. Uh, well, off KMRV. I think it's Katie K a maybe in Pittsburgh, uh, in Pennsylvania, the first radio station. And, uh, and then you got the first television station and it, it was one of the first programs. So. Katie K a Katie K a 1920 began broadcasting yeah, in Pittsburgh in 1920. The world's first commercial radio station. Boom. There you go. They actually made you study that in the radio school. Did they? Oh, yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You had to leave the history of radio. That's funny. Um, I, it's not funny. I mean, I would think that, that, that learning the history of radio is something that, that is, uh, that's good to know. No? Well, the thing is, the question I always wanted to know that nobody's ever been able really to explain to my simple mind is how the hell does any of this work? What's that, the radio? Yeah, yeah, like you know, when I worked in Paris, you know, my back right in the right in the parking lot was the uh, antenna, and it was a big ass antenna, and it was sending out signals. But I don't understand how I say something into a microphone, and then people, you know, a hundred and twenties away could hear me. You can't see that. Can you see that? No, you can't see that. KDKA. I see Wikipedia, and you can't see that. No. Well, that guy's a shithead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the one other thing was that I wanted to talk about with the Flair thing. Back to the Al Show. Welcome back. And boy, what an exciting experience it is. Let's bring Clark on the program. Clark, how are you? Well, I just, I wanted you to not have to have that right there, Al. You know, so I didn't want you to have to have that because you were complaining about having that logo right there on your side. Look, so. I don't need to stay home above my head. That's something you need you need to think about above your head. Well, we do stay home generally. We do go for a walk in the neighborhood, always keep our distance from other people. I've been out maybe three times in the last month, and the one time I was out, I run into you out on the streets. You rode your bike past my house like, you weren't, looking to, like you weren't looking to say hi. Actually, I was just going to stop by there and sit in the swing. Were you? Were you going to come up and sit yeah. in the swing? Well, because I was just sitting in the swing and my doorbell would have told me that you were out there. I probably would have looked and saw you. And then, oh, no. then I'd have to talk to you through the ring because I can't go next to you, of course. So that, that thing just snitches. Yeah. Really, freaking mm-hmm. uh, every everybody's a snitch these days. 
snitches get stitches, you know? Yo. Chris Jericho had the uh, the snitch guy on his podcast uh, this week. Who's the snitch from guy? The, uh, from the Tiger King. The guy who uh, worked with the feds. The, the guy who sold out. Oh, oh, the wire. He had that guy, the, the, guy with the, the guy with the great haircut? Yeah, absolutely. That's perfect. My favorite guy, I think, is the... Well, no, it's the it's the girl who identifies as a man now who got her arm taken off, but it's also uh, the, the guy who was doing Kirkman, the guy who was doing the uh, the the video, the who's recording the reality show about him, the one that Joe Exotic burned all of his shit. Yeah, yeah, right. Like Joe burnt that, didn't he? Like Joe burned all of oh, his shit. Studio? Yeah. He killed those crocodiles, Clark. Just like Jim Ross killed that cat. Fuck. He killed those crocodiles. Dude, they make Joe Exotic a little endearing uh, they do. on the show. But he's a piece of shit. You know, he is. And the guy, the, the sellout, the guy who looks like Greg the Hammer Valentine. Yeah. Um, the jet ski He guy. was a uh, jet ski Did guy. they play Eye of he the Tiger a- with that? Yeah, they did. They were playing. <laughs> I was the greatest moment in uh, Netflix history, really. I just went a so, fucking jet ski. What is happening? Yeah, hell yeah, yeah man. Yeah, that yeah, guy, yeah, he, yeah. He's really, he's really the hero of the show. Yeah. So he was on there saying like, so Joe Joe Exotic would just breed the cats, and when they got old, he would just kill them. Like the guy said that there, there were like there was a couple that was had big cats and they were going on vacation and they they gave them. The cats to basically uh, as like a boarding, you know, boarding while well, they're on vacation. You can watch my cats. Yeah. And he didn't have enough cages, so he just he he took like three cats out back and shot them all in the head. Oh so man! To make room for these guys, like yeah, he just didn't care. That Kirkman and, uh, guy has been telling the story of um of how a woman came out with her horse and she's like, I just can't take care of my horse anymore. Can you guys the horse and take care of him? And Joe, Joe Exotic said, yes, ma'am, of course, we are going to give him a great life in his final days. We're going to let him have all the room in the pasture. She drove away, and he pulled his gun out then and there and shot the fucking horse, and then they went and fed it to the fucking tigers that night. Like, I've heard yeah, him tell this. Jesus. Whew. Yeah. Um, but what, you saw the guy with the hair on, or you heard him on, Jared. did you hear him on the podcast? Yeah, yeah, he was on Jericho. I guess Jericho lives right down the street from that place. So he's like, oh, yeah, I took my kids down there. You in know, Oklahoma? When we were growing up. Huh? Jericho lives in Oklahoma? I don't know. Maybe I got it wrong. Oh, he, no, he's he down in about. Florida, isn't he? Like, he, he's Florida, probably close yeah. to uh, to Carol Baskin's place. Oh, that's probably Fucking where he went. Carol then. Baskin. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Rick Kirkman is the, is the guy that I was thinking of. Man, I see. I saw TMZ was doing a whole episode on this Tiger King. Tonight, they've Man, got a they whole are, thing. Go ahead. They are milking these uh, tigers for all they're worth. Yeah, they are. Like, I didn't know you could milk tigers, but these guys are selling oh, you can, 2%. As I learned from a really bad movie, you can milk anything with nipples, you know? Well, yeah, of course you can. Did you watch the uh, the eighth episode, which was basically just another interview show? No, I didn't. I, I knew it was bullshit. They're trying to milk this thing. Of course, of now, course. Now, uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine, the, the jet ski guy, he he said he didn't. He hadn't when he was with Jericho when he was being interviewed by Jericho. He hadn't watched the uh, documentary yet, but he's certain there's going to be a season two because there's so much more to the story. Uh, he feels that uh, you know that that's still ongoing. So. Uh, it looks like they're, they're, this thing's going to be a thing for a while. So you, you and he, he called the whole the whole interview. He kept calling uh, Mames Mimi's. 
Oh like, yeah, yeah. I'm in a lot of memes. Somebody else called him memes too, but he he hadn't watched the show. He claimed he had it. No, wow, that's crazy. Um, did he say anything else? Like he worked with the feds. Did he have anything like? And he he is claiming that the one the one asshole, the Las Vegas guy, Jeff or something. He's claiming that he yeah. he uh, in in the documentary leads you to believe that he's the one who actually had hired the hitman or whatever threw Joe under the bus. Uh, does this guy say that he's still trying to work with the feds or anything, or what's he doing? Just no, trying to make money off it now? Yeah, he rents uh, he rents jet skis. That Jeff dude's cameos went from eighty five dollars each to one hundred and fifty dollars yeah. each after yeah. Justin Turner tweeted out that there was going to be an eighth episode because he broke the news wow. to him or something. Yeah, it was. I'm, I'm glad you're seeing that you're staying on the cameo the cameo cameo market. Uh, keeping us updated with pricing. Oh yeah, no, but that's like Joe Exotic would be making so much money off that if he wasn't in fucking jail oh, yeah. right now. Those other guys are, you know, John Finley's making money off of it with his new teeth and everything. Like, good for them. I'm happy for those guys that were working there. They now they said um, Jet Ski guy said he was, you know, he's got so many of them, you know, he, he's having a hard time keeping up with doing them, and. Uh, it's he made it sound like he does all of them on a jet ski. So, you know, little heads up if you're looking to spend a little money on a cameo, you know, you're to get him on a jet ski. So you get a little prop with it. Do you know his name? Uh, no. No. If you, if you, I mean, if you pull up your podcast app and you have Jericho's, that'd be quick. Yeah, but I just so looked up a uh, jet ski guy. That works too. James Garretson. Yeah, that sounds right. Oh, boy. I'm on this Nurse Jackie. And, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So at first, I was like, you know, I when I watched The Sopranos, I mean, I wasn't the the, the biggest Edie Falco fan. Like, I didn't think, uh, you know, because she was always kind of the nagging wife. Tony! Tony! Uh-huh. And she played the role really well. You know, she always gets a lot of credit for being amazing, but she was never an endearing character to me. Where in this show, Nurse Jackie, she's the liar and one, you know, doing all the the fucking around and uh, uh, the troublemaker in the relationship. And I watched like a season of it. You know, I just had it on in the background and I got hooked. And I'm like, man, she's really talented. She's really good. And it's very much the same character. It's just now she's, you know, a poor nurse who likes pills. And uh, fucking the pharmacist. And okay. uh, but now I'm like five seasons into it, and it's kind of like, well, the whole thing is she she's a nurse who likes to do drugs. Like, I mean, where, where can you go from there? Like, there's only so much you can do. So you're there's still, not a lot of depth to it. You're so still every episode is watching. You know, her struggling with the uh, taking pills. Yeah, yeah. And then opposite of the Sopranos, I don't like her husband on this show. Oh man, it, I'm sorry. So, yeah, it's wearing on me a little, but I'm like, I think there's seven seasons and I'm five in, so I'm probably going to finish Nurse Jackie. Yeah, you've got to finish it at this point. Um, speaking of television shows, a um, there's a new show. Uh, it's a sitcom uh, with a studio audience or a laugh track, maybe, uh, that, that I know that you've jumped into, and I, I, I gave it a shot. I'm, I'm, I'm an episode in. Uh, the Big Show Show with uh, Paul White. Uh, playing uh, basically a, a version of himself. 
who is retired and trying to get back into the life of being home and off of the road with his children and his wife. Um, did you, I know you started it. How many episodes you in know, did you get? I got I got into an argument with a guy on Facebook. By the way, it's not good, but we'll, I'll get to there in a second. I got there's these dopes on the internet, you know, mm-hmm. who uh, they they want to argue about the COVID thing, and uh, I made a comment like, "Well, we've never I've never lived through a novel virus that's been out of control in our lifetime," and he's like, "Yeah, you have. This is COVID nineteen. That means there were eighteen others." What? So I'm like, hey, man, you know, I bet you're the, you're the same guy who never watched uh, Malcolm X because you missed the first nine chapters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, uh, people are just so stupid now. Anyways, so uh-huh. the big show, um, mm-hmm. I saw it like it got it's getting decent reviews. And one of the things that they say is get past the first episode. The first episode is pretty bad. Really? It finds itself. And, uh, yeah, I thought the first episode sucked. I thought the second episode was a little better, but still sucked. Okay. I mean, it's not, I mean, the show is not made for me. Right, 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 right. You know, the star of the show is like a 14-year-old girl. Like, well, I mean, I'm not, like, there's nothing, you know, they're wearing each other's clothes. And Well, I watched know, it with my, with my significant, clothes. I watched it with my significant other, and she's like, I'll give this another shot. And I thought she was kind of bullshitting me, but I think she's serious. Yeah. So, all right, I'll watch, I'll go yeah, to the yeah. second episode. I don't know if this is the case with this, but a lot of times pilot episodes are filmed so much further in advance that, yep. Oh, oh we're going to watch another. I, I just got a thumbs up from a thumbs up from the the wife just peeked in. She was sitting right outside listening. Oh, yeah. um, no, but uh, it, a lot of times they film it months and months in advance because the pilot episode is what you show to the to the uh, the, the, the television networks and what have you. Right. So you shop the you shop the show. So you got five months, six months. Shoot with this show, they might have had years. Uh, with it in the can while you can retool it and everything. A lot of times they'll change an actress if it didn't work out. They'll change right, an actor right. out if it didn't work out. James T. Kirk was not, you know, uh, William Shatner was not no? the first. No, I'll Archer, be there. Archer, Lance Archer was the first captain of the uh, Enterprise for an episode for the pilot. I'll be darned. Huh, that's crazy. So, yeah, maybe. All right, I can't wait for the second episode then. I'm I'm kind of excited about it. I wanted to tell you, Al, and uh, tonight an episode airs, and then uh, – Next Monday night is the final episode of the fifth season of Better Call Saul. And I had tapered off of it uh, after the second or third season or so. But it took me about three weeks to get through two full seasons, uh, seasons three and four. And, uh, and now season five, I'm in as well. And uh, I've got to tell you that where they brought it in the season four was a lot of fantastic. The development of Mike has been great. This season now, uh, we're, we're getting there. And, and the actress, forgive me, I forget her name, who plays Kim Wexler, that character has finally become something else. Um, and I, I say this, to follow up Breaking Bad is a very difficult thing to do. A lot of the next shows didn't work. After MASH didn't work out. Joey didn't work out. Jennifer Love Hewitt got one after Party of Five. You know, a lot of times they don't quite work out with these spinoff Frasier. shows. Frasier worked. That's one that works. I mean, he obviously won more uh, Emmys and whatnot. That went for as the long Jeffers as – I think that went longer than Cheers. Sure. There are good ones, but it takes a while for you to get there. And Breaking Bad, it took a couple seasons for it to become epic to where people were watching it every week. This one here, I'd say that by season four and season five, it is hitting its stride. 
And I think it's time to come back to it. If you are a fan of Breaking Bad and, and the Breaking Bad franchise, I think these guys have done a great job of bringing it around. Um, have you finished The Sopranos yet? I'm still working on Sopranos. I, I got caught into You've been into, working on Sopranos for two years, yet you find the time to finish Better Call Saul. What does you know, it matter? Like what does it matter? You're, you, because you can't, you, we can't take your credibility uh, very, very far. Because you, it's like you got a, you got a New York strip steak fresh from the butcher with perfect marbling, and you're sitting there talking about an encore frozen Salisbury steak that just came out of the microwave. You went to the butcher store today, so you're using fancy butcher terms that you learned while you I were am. there. Yeah, yeah, right. I am. Cute. That's good. I'm just telling you that this show has hit its stride. There's a lot of fun things happening. It, I'm, it, it, there's suspense. It, it gets intense. And yeah, it, like the soprano. And I'm feeling very similar to now. You can start to put it in the conversation with. It is a worthy. It is a worthy uh, spinoff Can't take of Breaking Bad. You absolutely have Can to just watch the show, Will Archer. Just watch it, learn it, live it, and be it. Yeah. Uh, just a reminder, yeah. NYPD Blue. I notice you have the hat on because you're plugging the show. How many? Uh, one of the greatest. Uh, one of the greatest shows of all time. Uh, it's on uh, Patrick's Plex. You have how so, many? You know, you you have how many times to watch that show? How many? How many chances? Better Call Saul is also on the Plex as well. Just so you know. Um, you you watch that show twenty times all the way through, but you can't just give Better Call Saul a chance because your buddy Clark said, "Hey." Maybe we should watch Better Call Saul. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, because you have bad, like, you, 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 seriously, you can't get past two seasons of The Sopranos. It's really hard to, to take your judgment on television. I'm in season three of it. Okay. Like, I am, for, for what? How long? For years? Years? Yeah. I have, I have witnessed some of the greatest television that's ever existed. I have seen. Uh, masterpieces unfold. So I, I am my, like when my when I give an opinion on a television show, it it is backed by knowledge and wisdom, and most of all, Clark, history. And where you, I mean, you're you're all over the place. Family Matters was a great spinoff from Perfect Strangers. So there you go. There's another good one. And Better Call Saul is going to be right up there with it. Didn't yeah. realize that was a spinoff of uh, Perfect Strangers. And just the I ten of some. us was Thank a you, spinoff Clark. of Growing Pains, which basically they—I don't think they call them—that wasn't a real spinoff because they just brought on the character of a coach for the last episode of a season, and then they started a show. Yeah, yeah, that I doesn't think, count. I think they call you it got a soft like spin. A, a soft spin. At least a half a season of something. What is this? What does that fire mean? You're fired. Oh, in order to use picture-in-picture layouts, pal. In order to use picture-in-picture layouts, I need to upgrade. I, I'm not upgrading shit. No. Not happening. So, anyways, <sighs> what, what else? As the great comedian once said, what else? There was a big new game that came out the other day. Are you playing that, that big game that came out? Final Fantasy VII. Wow. It's a reboot. It's a it's a it's a remake. It's a remake of a classic game. Wait, one of the most popular games of all time. Final Fantasy VII was already a game. Yeah, correct. Yeah, like Final Fantasy is on like 
I think around like 15 or 16. I stopped. I mean, I was OG. Like these kids don't even know about the struggles of Final Fantasy One, where you know you, you're mm-hmm. walking around and the little the, the little Oracle looking guys from uh, He Man are attacking you, and uh, you know you're you're crawling through the caves. Even uh, you know they don't know the struggle is real. The, the Nintendo. I don't even think there was a save option. Man, wow. that was that was tough. And then my favorite was Final Fantasy Three, Sid and the Flying Airship, but. Uh, I've been kind of lost. Seven was when it got it got a little too. Uh, they moved more to the Japanese uh, anime style. Okay. And uh, it never it never clicked with me. I appreciate it more now. Now that I'm uh, more cultured in the Japanese uh, way of things. Uh-huh. Uh But back then, it just it didn't strike me as uh, uh, something I was really interested in. So I moved away from the the Final Fantasy franchise. So I'm not as excited about this game as uh, as ever as the world appears to be. Is the gaming world. Um, I'm still playing RimWorld, which just, it, it is such an amazing, it is, it is the pinnacle of video games. It okay. is everything that a video game should be. I don't know why you don't have it. Like it, this is a game. It should be on everybody's uh, computer. What? Oh, I should just have it on my computer. I play yeah. it on my computer. It's a computer game. Yeah. Oh, then why am I not playing it? RimWorld? Right. World, I'll man. play it. it, it is a, Will I even know how to game. operate it, or are these things like uh, way beyond my technological no, it, advances? It's, it's such a, the, the beauty of the game is it's very simple. It's very you use a mouse, you use a little bit of a keyboard, and you, you point and tell people what to do. Let's have a new segment. Here's our new segment called um, Oh my God, James Garrison is ninety nine dollars on Cameo. Like I have a in RimWorld, I built a hotel. Because you could do anything. Everything's modded. I, I have a I have a hotel. And, you know, we're we're in the end of civilization, and I run uh-huh. a hotel. And a lot of times, the guests leave behind drugs as a kind of a thank you for coming by. And I have I have a uh, a member of my colony who has an issue with the cocaine. And uh, every time I find her, she's overdosing on drugs, and it takes half the uh, the, the hospital staff, you know, to to get her. And it's fucking it's Nurse Jackie. So, uh, oh, so that's uh, why you're watching it. Okay, I get it. Cool. So, so I don't know if maybe I should just um, harvest her organs and sell them on the, uh, tra- the the trades, make a little money off her, or or keep nursing her. So I can just go to their website and play the game. I'm on their got, I'm on the website. Yeah, you could probably get it from there. Uh, I would go from Steam. Steam is where you want to go. That's what I just saw. Steam. Okay. Yeah, Steam. That, that's like the gaming community. That's where you buy games, and uh, you know, there's games for like two dollars to you know, expensive games to games your computer can't handle to to simple you know, to fucking solitaire. You know, like this RimWorld's only thirty four ninety nine. It's the greatest game ever to exist. Yes. Oh, but then there's like name packs and game packs and. And none of that matters. None of that. Like you don't need any of that. You just need the base game. And then the beauty of this game, Clark, is it's open world modded, meaning anybody anywhere can think of anything and put it in the game. And then you go to the workshop and you go, you know what? I want to be able to build my guys into robots. And you find somebody who created robot parts for your little guys. You get them and, uh, you know, you install bionic parts for them. Okay. Or or you get the mod and you could uh, you could slave trade humans or you can... Uh, you know, you could build a beautiful farm. You could build a bar. You could build Clark's place. Okay. I 
sign me up. I'm in. I, I see it. I dig it. I will. Uh, I'll see if I can. If I can. Uh, the, the COVID budget, it might not be the right time. I know. I know. These are tough times for everybody. Yeah, they are. Are you I'm still win- doing Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I am bleeding. Like, I have absolutely no income. So, you know, every every dollar I spent, like, I went to the butcher shop today. I mean, it's just, it takes a little more out, a little more out. And pretty soon the savings are going to be gone. And I have enough to get through, I don't know, maybe 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 four to six more weeks. And then I'm fucked. And it's like, the I government think- supposedly is coming through with money. But then I read something where, uh, the, you know, the governor is always fighting with the president. And he's claiming the president is screwing gig workers and... You know, and they can't get anything situated, and like so, I there's no there's no way for me to even sign up for benefits right now. Yeah, I don't know where where you get to sign up for that, but it, that needs to be fixed. I thought that's something that they said that they would make sure is fixed, but I don't know. It, it, gig workers are it, certain ones are getting hurt really bad right now, and that that stinks. Um, yeah. Yep. I just got an email from uh, I just got an email from my job where uh, there's a link that. Uh, uh, maybe gig workers will be able to file soon. So okay, good, good, good. Um, are uh, you still doing know. your show? Well, I ran into some copyright issues last week, you know, with Facebook. Uh, but um, I think there will be another show. Okay. I just feel like maybe this week probably isn't best, as I'm just in this deep uh, cleaning, uh, emotional uh, detachment mode. Um, where uh, you know, I'm a bit of a. Uh, I, I wouldn't say. Would you say I'm a hoarder? I wouldn't say I'm a hoarder. I wouldn't call I, it a hoarder. Uh, you, you're, um, you well, if if everybody saw this room of mine, it, if I lived by myself, my place would live look very similar to yours. Uh, it's organized for you, and there are places where a few things are stacked up, right? Yeah. I, well, I mean, the best way to put it is, I went from like a full size apartment to a, a small space. And I don't have a lot of room, so it, you mm-hmm. know, the the chunk you normally would keep really stands out. And I would say, you know, when I was a kid, we got evicted from uh, twice in my life. Uh, everything I owned was taken from me. You know, we were evicted, and everything was just like thrown out. So I lost a lot of my childhood souvenirs. Uh, to quote a John Prine song, and uh, so I think, you know, I hang on to things that are from my past probably longer than I should have. And I am trying no, to throw sense. things away, you know, like, like I got like uh, trinkets people gave me over the years for like a, uh, you know, Christmas presents or something. And it's like, uh, what the fuck am I doing with this? I wish, I wish society was functional right now. Cause a lot of this stuff I'd be giving away as a throw as opposed to throwing away. And I feel a little better about it, but yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like, I, you know, I got a bunch of shit from when I went to burning man. I really don't need any more. Yeah. Uh, well, have you, have you read up on Marie Kondo? Um, she says Ooh. Marie Kondo wants us. Kondo? She wants us. That? She wants us to thank our belongings, and then what you do is the things that you liked. It's a Netflix series called Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. Everything that you have, you it, you thank it for what it did for you, and then you put it in, you put it in the container and you send it on to wherever you're sending it and get rid of it. Get rid of it. Have you tried that? Thank you, Willie. No, you're getting rid of Willie. No, no. That's just hippie essential. Put a uh, spark up some essential oil and then and, and sit around and uh, circle jerk all. This is not bullshit. You're gonna do it. You're gonna do it. You are going to do it. 
Hey. But I'm not saying thank you or goodbye. Uh, let's check anything. in. Let's I'll let's listen to one of this Garrison guys cameos real quick here. Hey, it's the Jet Ski King here from Tiger King. Want to wish Amir a happy 34th birthday? You know, sorry your people can't party with you, but uh, you're, you're a fantastic Tiger Wizard. He's on a jet ski. Any cage, your magical tiger stripes shall paint all the lands. Happy birthday, brother. Be safe. And remember, Carol fucking Baskin killed her husband. Oh, my God. And his glasses, Al. You can see his phone reflecting in his glasses, and he is on the jet ski. You are correct. $99, folks. That's what you should be spending your current money on. Oh, these fucking people. I like looking at the wrestlers, and uh, I was going to get – I was thinking about getting Patrick one for his birthday because there was like – you could get Tito Santana for like 15 bucks. Oh, that's great. And I think you would know who Tito Santana – you know, I'm sure he'd remember Tito Santana. So I think so. I think so. That's a good price. Holy shit. What would you think Sean Astin of the Goonies and Lord of the Rings would be going for? Goonies and Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um I'm going to go $150. $295. Yeah, those those guys, yeah, they, they make a little money at Wizard World, and now they think they're wizards. That is unbelievable. Well, Are they making that charge, money? I would, let's see, if I was really famous, I would charge. Well, I wouldn't do it if I was really famous. If I was semi-famous, I would go uh, $39.99. Perfect. That's really good. Yeah. What um. Spend more than fifty. Twenty twenty you're too cheap, but thirty nine ninety nine, hell, that's a Grubhub order. Yep. Yep. What does uh Matt Hardy go for? One fifty. Hundred dollars. Okay. What does Jake the Snake Roberts go for? Uh, I'm here in the uh I'm here at the recovery cave with Diamond Dallas Page. And I want to remember and tell you that you can't do drugs because if you do drugs, you'll turn out like me. It's your birthday, and uh, I've had many birthdays. And sometimes on my birthday, I go to really dark places, and I do a lot of drugs. And then, uh, and then I recover. And I don't want you to do drugs for your birthday, so man, just hang in there and don't trust anybody. Uh, thank you for your, uh, thank you for your. Seventy five dollars. Yeah, it's twenty five off for his birthday. <laughs> and then uh I'll just ask two more. But MJF, what does he go for? Five hundred. Yep. Yep. Yeah? Yeah. Yep. That's it. He's that's so awesome. That's like the Brett Favre price. So I figured it was uh you know, he when you go to autograph signings, he purposely charges more than everybody. Mm-hmm. And then he gives little kids the finger. You nailed that 500 right on the dot. Um, Hacksaw is going for $75. Oh! Mark Henry, a little less, $70. Yeah, I'd rather have Mark, I'd rather have Mark Henry than Hacksaw. You know, everybody, like, Hacksaw is a guy everyone remembers. If you saw 80s wrestling, you know who Hacksaw Jim Duggan is. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he was, he was a dope, and then he got caught with the cocaine with the uh, – with the uh, Iron Sheik at WrestleMania three, whoops, and uh, almost exposed the entire business, and uh, yeah, yeah, it was bad. Oh, whoops, yeah, that's not good. Jesus, I like a little bit of the nose candy in the eighties. Oh, what do you think he was doing off those boards? Hey, 
I'd like to thank you for the cameo that uh, that that I paid you for for you to give my wife a happy birthday message. Thank you. You're I the only one who went the cameo route on that, but it worked. It worked. Thank you again for that because she loved every minute of that video. I did. I had an old friend send me uh, some Easter candy in the mail, and that meant a lot. Oh, so, that's cool. You know, it's the little things that, that matter in this world today. The, the, little, uh, the little sparkles of uh, humanity that we trickle upon us in our journey to the grave. This is a lot. This, is, this moment's exactly what Matt Zahn's segment sounds like on the news. Yeah, good. And this, is, this one's been brought to you by Matt Zahn, inspired by. Seriously, tomorrow, you tune in, look at like uh, the 6 o'clock news and tell okay. me I'm wrong. All right. Watch this, he, set it on the TiVo. Is he an anchor? He's a sports guy. And he does it from home right now? Yeah, I mean, he's just as boring at home as he was in the studio. It's no mm-hmm. different. As a matter of fact, now it's even more uncomfortable because, you know, the anchors like to make a little joke coming out of the segment. Mm-hmm. And it's just... Silence. Now to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, <sighs> tell you, they ain't making Jews like Jesus anymore. Week four. Well, Kinky for Friedman's on. This is week four for me because we still had daycare for like an extra week over what others did. But this is the start of week four of full-time, five days a week, stay-at-home dadding. We're getting through it, Al. Um, let's uh, let's pick out a show, maybe a documentary or something that's out there. That, a month. That's w- what they're saying. Gig workers won't see money for at least a month. Like, how the fuck are you supposed to survive? Unbelievable. They're worried about the guy. This mayor of ours, this lady, she gets her hair cut. She's she comes awesome. on the TV looking She's like a million awesome. dollars, making sure every uh, yeah. every the, the immigrants are covered. The homeless people are covered. Get your ass home. But Alfred Ferdinand Larcher III, you need to wait a month. And I like, look, I'm compassionate. I feel for the homeless. I feel for the the people in prison. They're all wonderful people, I'm sure. Lovely, lovely folks. I love the immigrants. Uh, By all means, God bless them. But God damn it, where's my money? I just want to survive, you know? It's coming. You said you got six weeks. It's only going to take a month here, right? Yeah, that's an estimate, man. Yeah, that could mean three months, four months. Jesus. All right. Well, we'll get there. Yeah, this Pritzer, this prick. Uh, they're working around the clock. Bullshit. Nobody's working around the clock to, to worry about gig workers. They got one guy in an office in fucking uh, uh, DuPage uh, sitting there twiddling his thumbs. I don't know how to – how do we – let's go to uh, Netscape and try to start a website to get the gig workers on. I understand, I understand your frustrations there. These workers did in a month what normally would take most of a year, the governor said. Yeah, bullshit. How hard is it to set up a fucking website? I, I've seen 12, your kid, Hazel, Hazel, for Christ's sake, can't even do a simple experiment with you in the, the kitchen. She could set up a website that would function. No, I, man, I mean, it's overwhelmed a thousandfold. The, Here's the, the, the people that Here's they the have part. in the place are working on other things, and now – but they they have to get to you guys. They have to get to you. The government has issued six hundred dollars a week, right? So even if they can't figure out this other stuff, why not just to let people 
file at zero dollars yes. uh, gig worker. I'm with file you. File at zero dollars and give them the six hundred bucks. Yep, absolutely. I don't know where that six hundred bucks. Am I getting that? Because I, I mean, I filed. I was able to yeah, file. You, I, you want unemployment? Yes, yes. But I don't. I mean, yeah. they just said you don't have to do anything to get it. Right. You be getting six hundred bucks. Right. That's unreal. That's crazy. Sixteen weeks of that. And then uh, they've expanded the unemployment. So when you finally do get it, you'll be able to have it for a while. But won't you be back to work by then and you won't need it anyway? Like, will they backdate it? They better. They better at yeah, least. Yeah, they're huh? They're supposed to. Okay. They're supposed to do that, yeah. All right. Good. I mean. The state contacted an outside firm. This is how dumb they are. They, you're telling me in Illinois you can't find people to set up a website. To get these benefits to as many Illinoisans as possible, despite the labyrinth of regulations. Because they're working. In this words. Dude, more people than ever per week are filing right now. Like it, yeah, so there's a lot of people sitting around with no jobs. Give them a fucking job. They can run the gig worker section of the unemployment office. I'll do it. I'll do it. Mr. Right. Governor Fisker, get off your fat ass and hire me. I'll take care of this. Send him a tweet right now. Maybe Come use on. different words. And I'll have a website here in a half an hour with nail polish. You're going to build a website? Yeah, with nail polish. With na- What are you going to do with the nail polish? You don't get the reference, but that's all right. No, I don't. NYPD Blue? Big Lebowski? You want a toe? Fuck it. I'll get you a toe, dude. Uh, I'll get you a toe. I'll get you a toe in a half an hour. A toe. I'll get you a toe with nail polish. Wow, that's such a throwaway. That's beautiful. That's That was Walter, right? That's, that's- yeah, that's the beauty of that movie, man. I'm They're finishing my kill coffee. Kill the little girl, I'm finishing my coffee, and I sure as shit don't roll on Shabbos. <sighs> when asked why other states are able to process these payments already, the idiot governor said Illinois will not receive federal money until May. Other states may be able to dip into a rainy day fund to pay such workers sooner, but Illinois does not have such fund. Well, good. Whoa, we don't have any money, so fuck them. They don't have any money. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful state. Wonderful. These God bless them. I'm getting yeah, out but, of this state as soon as I can. I'm going to Montana. You think they have these problems in Montana? No. Everybody's getting money. They got gooses that shit golden eggs. You just hold out a basket and you get your unemployment. It does seem like even the smaller areas are getting as much money or they're getting way more of a percentage of money. They're getting way more um, than needed for other places. Yeah. You know, if Bernie Sanders was president, we wouldn't have these problems. I don't believe Bernie's going to be the president. No, no, he endorsed the other guy today. He did. They actually, they did a thing where they looked just like you and I here. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it was basically the same. By the way, when this thing clears, I have a book for your daughter. I've been meaning to give this to you for like a month now. Okay. Oh, that's a great ball. book. Oh, yeah. She, Hazel's going to learn all about, you know, balloons and whatnot. Ride your bike by and throw it on my porch. I may do that. You're going to have to sterilize it then. Yeah, I will. I, I, I do with everything that comes in. I think it's more for boys, but we'll see here. Whatever. They, they have boys yeah. things and girls things. It's fine. Well, tassels on and stand tall. Okay. Yep. Welcome to the host chat. This chat is private for you and your streams participants. 
Oh, you and I can chat over on the host chat over there. So you can say things like, hey, hey. dipstick. Hey. You aren't talking about anything that has any bit of relevance at all right now. You could type that to me, you know? What else? What else? I think we got it all, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, baseball's gonna gonna try to come back in some sort of fashion, but who knows when or where or how or what? Well, if anything good comes of this, I mean, uh, it's the lack of baseball, really. No, it's been the it's been the only uh, pleasant uh, pleasantries we've had. Nobody misses it either. Like very very small percentage of the population, probably about the size of gig workers. Uh, they're just irrelevant people who uh, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, miss, I've seen like two posts about people upset they're missing baseball. I miss baseball. Well, I hadn't been on Facebook for a while, so now I'm gonna be. I'll I'll leave six posts tonight that say I miss baseball. Well, I, I think I hide you anyway. So okay, then fine. Then you don't have to see it. Yeah, I've been hiding. Uh, so I used to, if you if you post more than like three consecutive posts to politics, I hide you. Doesn't matter what side, left or right. If you if you're using Facebook as a platform to talk politics, mm-hmm. you, you get out of my stream. I don't need you. Like fuck you. Like people. Uh, it's like a bar. Nobody wants to hear your politics. You know, shut up. Mm-hmm. So so I hide those people. And now I've been hiding the people who who think the the coronavirus is all just a uh, a government conspiracy. Oh, Uh, people are bugging me too now. Like it's just it's just too too much. No, I get the fucking idiot who who thinks that. um, And this kind of tells you everything. The guy who thinks that Guy Fieri stole his bit, stole his look and gimmick, uh, thinks that the coronavirus is bullshit. You know, you're like if you're siding with that guy, you know life isn't right for you. Jeez, so. I, I used your guys. Uh, I used your guy Fietti's. Uh, is it him or is it the real one or who's the real one that have, sells the barbecue sauce over at the Jewel? Because well, I use question. Who is the real one? I don't know who the picture is. Is it the guy over in Norridge or is it the guy who's no. who's on the Food Network or whatever? You got food. The guy in Norwich does not have his own barbecue sauce. I don't know. He might locally make one that he slaps it on there, and he's like, hey, I'm the original. Here you go. Here's your Kansas City barbecue. That's what I use to make my shredded chicken tacos tonight. Delicious. Barbecue shredded chicken tacos. Prior to... um... Prior to the the COVID conspiracies, back when things were normal, he he's he often posts things like, "Hey, I got a business plan together to start a food truck. I just need an investment of about you know half a million dollars. So if anybody could contact me on here, we could get this thing up and rolling." Like he's constantly like all these crazy. Yeah. I mean, the guy is basically Cosmo Kramer. Um, yep. Which is which is why I, I I you know haven't I didn't hide him up until this point because I actually enjoy the insanity. Are you flipping there. me off with your finger there? Is that what yeah, you're doing? Yeah, I am. I really am. But I my eye really was itching. How about the guy who eats the pizza who's shitting on Jacks? Fuck that guy. And you know what? You learn you got all these tools. Oh, that's now, the bar stool guy. Getting getting free pizzas and whatnot. They give you the tools to cut the fucking pizzas, and you still cut them like a schmuck making triangles. It's not wow. a math problem. It's a pizza. Wow, that away. Right into a taste right, dude. I love Jacks. He's full of shit. Uh, Jacks is great. My mother lived down the street from the Jacks family. They used to make that pizza homemade. Oh, that's great. 
It's a good pizza. I'm a fan. I also like Home Run In. I'm just saying. Yeah, Home Run In grew. Um, initially, I really disliked it. I'm like, oh, this tastes like poop. Are you feeding me poop? Wow. And then, uh, yeah, it grew on I me. Mean, actually, it wasn't until I ate it at the restaurant. I, I understood some of the uh, qualities of the pizza. Now, uh, I do enjoy a good Home Run In pizza every now and then. It's not my favorite. I'm still – Jack's is probably my favorite frozen I like Red Baron. Red Baron's up there. Okay, okay, that's awesome. Um, Tombstone shit always has. California it. Pizza Kitchen used to make pretty good. I'll be honest. Nah, too fancy, overpriced too. I don't need none of that crap. Well, when I worked for the restaurant, we got a ton of these tickets that we were handing out to t- take out guests. So they didn't have a limit either. So that's how I would yeah. fill up my fridge. I'd go and get like ten of them. Meanwhile, I'm I I eat it at the restaurant. But also then I had it at home as well. Like we'd we'd have it for parties or something. Sure, I get that. Mm-hmm. They didn't make them to the customers. Uh, those coupons didn't make it to the customers quite as often as it made to the staff. And I get that. Yeah, right. I, they I, they I, made I it to quite you. a few customers, you know, but not not as many as maybe they were hoping. I've told this story a few times, but like one of my first jobs in radio, the guy paid me an Olive Garden gift certificate. Yes. $500 in Olive Garden gift certificates. I was like, a, this is the fucking 90s, too. I was like a king, man. I was like a king, a drug lord at, at Olive Garden. You know, bring out more plates. Get more calamari. How often were you going too. to Olive Garden at that time? Well, I like to go big or go home. So, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't the as many times as it was. Uh, great times. Phil Bates uh, checking in. Oh, hey, Phil. Welcome to the show. How often do you think he's been called Master Bates in his life? Oh, like the last few days, I mean, probably not happened. much in the last few years, but man, that like junior high to high school years, it, that, that's yeah. constant. Uh, that's yeah, that's bullshit. That ha- that had. Well, I was a little kid. Elf was popular, so I got Elf a lot. Yeah. People gave me shit about uh, Superman and all kinds of shit. Well, you have you you like Phil didn't choose his last name. I didn't choose my first name. You chose to get a Superman tattoo. That has nothing to do with your names and everything. That has to do with something that happened later. (laughs) That was a choice. I was twenty-two when I got that. You own it. You live it. And it. it, My tattoos are are great. It does have a lot of meaning. So I have Johnny Cash. Tattoo of Johnny Cash of his face? As, no, God no! Oh, see those are the those are the people who aren't creative who who get stupid fucking tattoos. I, my picture of Johnny Cash is when he was the dog in The Simpsons' uh, hallucinogenic uh, dream when he was he was Homer's spiritual animal after Homer ate the jalapeno pepper okay. that uh, made him trip. Okay, fine. Um, that's a nice tattoo and I like it. It was printed in my baseball and tennis jackets instead of my last name, master back in high school. Yeah, it was. Yep. See, there it is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you just got to own it at some point. Like, you know, it's just, uh, right, right, right. Like it didn't even cross my mind. I I was, I was thinking more like Bates motel. Like, and I'm sure you get Kathy Bates. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That for sure. Very good in the uh, what was that movie? The Shining or no 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 the the uh, the, leg the, writer, one, the murder one uh, murdered mystery no uh, she uh, cripples the writer James Caan uh, the leg they in yeah, the movie yeah. they she cut off the leg but in this one she sledgehammered him which is worse I think it starts with an M mystery 
lost misery. 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 Fuck. Yeah, there it is. yeah, did you read that? No, no, that came to me with because your M, your M really got me. Yeah, that. it should have been there. I, it took me way too long. Good movie. I I heard about the book That's afterwards. Awesome. I never read the book. I only read like one or two uh, Stephen King books. Langoliers. I read Langoliers. Langoliers was my first and probably one of my only two or three books of Stephen King that I read. And flying on an airplane and going into an airport, I can't stop but think about that book ever. Yeah, yeah. Everything just disappears. Yeah, and they they fly in airplanes around to get out in the empty uh, empty airports and shit, which is kind of similar to right now. Very, very poetic, dude. You could fly. You could fly to Los Angeles and back right now for like forty bucks. Yeah. Take a trip, man. I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't. True story. My great grandmother used to think it was a term endearment. Like a butler would call their rich boss. Oh. So she would address all my birthday cards to Phil, Master <laughs> God, bless, God bless you. Yes, and God bless you, Grandma. Absolutely. Funny funny story, Phil. Absolutely. My grandma used to do, she used to do that same thing. The, the cards would be addressed to Master Larcher. Where do you people get this It's shit? an age thing. It's an age thing. It had nothing to do with it. That's amazing. My mailman always gave me the weirdest looks. Absolutely. My That's dear fun. grandmother, she used to send, you know, every every birthday or quasi holiday, even Easter, she would send me a card with a hundred dollar bill in it, which was great. I mean, that's how I got all my Nintendo games Shit, when I was yeah. a kid. That's great. And uh, or I would replenish my wrestling federation of action figures, and then uh, and then she started dating this Italian guy, Dominic. Oh, Dominic. Oh yeah. Hey, he took it for everything, and uh, all of a sudden the fucking hundred dollar bills turned into, you know, what they turned into Clark? Ten. Two dollar bills. What? I, like I was like it was special. I was getting oh, oh those are collectibles. The bullshit. They're two dollars. Couldn't even buy Swedish fish for two dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't even get a, a Klinko game. No, no, you couldn't. What if we did have the same grandmother? That would be weird. I mean, you know, my grandma. I think she got around. I mean, uh, did his grandmother grand- marry a? Uh, did his grandmother marry a Dominic and then start giving two dollar bills out? Yeah, your 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 grandfather wasn't a guy named like an old Italian guy named Dominic who moved to Vegas. Dominic can go fuck. Amen. Fucking Dominic. Do you know what I like, yeah, Al, about our, our view is that you can see more of a view down below of me than what they can see here. You can see the full picture. Oh, but I can't turn my hand the right grandma, way. Was your grandma Elizabeth Taylor? Jesus. Five times. Wow. Wow. Hey man, you she gotta got you gotta get she it right. It. You gotta get maybe there was a Dominic in there that he didn't know about, and there you go. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, my grandpa. I think my grandfather died really fairly young, like fifties, uh-huh. maybe early, really early sixties, and then she became a nanny. You know, as we, we still going full circle, as uh, you know, she she liked the kid uh, she was the nanny for better than me. Love you, Luke. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then uh, then she married Dominic and uh, got whisked away to Vegas. Okay. And she loved those slot machines. She would call me from the casino fucking putting the nickels in the – she played the nickel machines. Were you old enough to go visit her there and go play at the slots? No. No, no I never, never? That could have been fun to go play slots with Grandma in Vegas. What yeah, the hell? yeah. I, would. I wish I had a better relationship with her. Yeah. Uh, 
A lot of people. I'm 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 really bad at relationships. Not my thing. I'm bad at calling people. Like once I stop talking to you, Clark, you know, I'll never talk to you again. Like there'll be a point, and then I, that'll be it. I'll move on. All right. Life will on. Yeah. I still love you. I still think about you, but. Uh, Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Same here. Just so you know, I can't find my phone. Good. That's why honest. you're focused. Yeah. That's yeah. why this is the best the show's been in years. Best best that it's ever been. No, I can't find it at all. How did you get this yeah. unemployment shit figured out? No, no, you gotta go back and listen. Like uh like right before you got here. There yeah, was about like ten minutes, minutes in there, maybe twenty minutes in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll you'll hear it all there. Just rewind or something. Listen, I don't know. I'd be a better off as a as a uh uh an ex con homeless immigrant right now in the city of Chicago than I am a gig worker. True story. You're gonna get so it. No, no, I think I'm going to I'm going to forge some documents say I just got off Ellis Island. Uh I'm El El Alchero from uh Trento and uh up up in the mountains of Italy and uh I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I uh I just noticed we only got about 11 minutes left over on Blog Talk. Like we're back to the the 2-hour limit over there. Oh, man. Yeah, we we did it. Clock is counting down. Well, that's good. We, we oh, should yeah, probably yeah. start saying so long. We'll get there. Phil joined. I wonder if he got to see uh if you haven't seen it yet, Phil, we talked about it earlier. Watch uh Ric Flair on the Broken Skull sessions. Um Al, did you learn anything new on it from him? I mean, I know that I've watched a ton already on Ric Flair and heard a lot. I did still see new stuff, but did you? No, no, not at all. I mean Ric Flair and his stories have been told a thousand times. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. it's not it's not a rare get. Like it's not an interview that's just you know him and Conrad did a freaking podcast for uh, months. Uh, yeah, she did. She got her hair done. It looks lovely. Dude, she's got to she's got to look good for those memes. She, I don't care. What I love about her is that she doesn't need a tailor for her clothes though, uh, which which no. she should have had. Um, I don't give a shit that she got her hair cut at all. I think that's what she should have done. So no, uh, you can't. You cannot be a leader and tell people they can't do something. You do it. No, like you can't do like that. That's that. That's just like I don't care what political side you're on. That's or, cool. Or what you, you can't do that. Remember, Bill Clinton once shut down uh, O'Hare to get a haircut on his plane. Like maybe that was Bush. It might even have been Bush. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Clinton or Bush, Clinton or Bush like shut down O'Hare to get a haircut on a plane. Um. She's been doing such a damn good job with it that I don't care. Like, yeah, not really. I mean, yeah, she's, she's just playing the game. She's just telling yeah. people to stay home. It's not that hard. She's doing she a good wants, job. If, if the city of Chicago wants to hire me to go on TV every day and tell people to stay home, I'll do it. And I'll make sure people stay home. I mm-hmm. will get it in their heads that they're not to go outside. I'll put little thought bubbles above their heads, just like I did above your head right now. It says stay home. And people will get the message. Yeah, that's fine. If, if if that's how you feel, but I I mean I literally don't give a shit that she got her hair cut. Like who cares? Like, I know you don't, but you know you never. It's hair. You never, I think I think as the mayor, she does need to, to Trump keep a certain did the exact same thing. Trump, Trump would have done the same thing. Outraged. Trump would have done the same thing. Absolutely, something yeah. would have done. And you yep. would be outraged. Yeah, but you wouldn't care. No, it's not true. It's you yeah. cannot tell people not to do something and then you do it. Like it's just. I disagree because I don't. Because it doesn't matter to me if she does. What she's saying is, don't go. 
if you're a black woman struggling and you don't know, you don't understand how important it is to get your hair done. Exactly. And make That's that sacrifice thing. and not do it. And then you see the person in charge, the authority, the person who, who's supposed to set an example wow. for everybody doing it. it, it it's wrong. I didn't realize that people thought this much about it. Like to me, it's like it's nothing. Like it's literally nothing. Like I saw people in the hair place getting it done the other day. Like it. I don't think they. Sh- I don't think. I don't think you should have a lot of people in a room. But if she what knew, place? what's the name of it? I. I don't know. It was down. What's the name I drove by a place down the street, uh-huh. and it was what's, like two weeks ago. Name? You're calling Give me out. Me it was like two weeks ago. I saw people two still in a barber ago. shop, and I'm like, you shouldn't. Be your, uh, come on now. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, I saw a bunch of people uh, not getting haircuts. I think. I think you're barking up a, a tree that doesn't need to be barked up that much. Like I just. I don't think it's that big of a deal. And if. If you're, if it if it ends everything and if if this is the one thing that you take out of this entire thing is that the mayor got her hair cut, then that's that's kind of crazy. Like it, this is the one thing that bothers you the most out of everything. It's it's nothing. It's a blip. It's a blip. It's a blip. When everybody's sitting at home watching everything, it is something we've seen. It's not. It has nothing to do with the overall like, arc of things. I've Nobody's just heard people bitch about it. I never even saw a story about it. Where did people? Did somebody go and like? Did somebody go and like see her and they posted a picture of it? Like I don't it even know how it happened. Story. Yeah, I it missed was, it. Like, watch the news. I didn't even see it. Like it, it didn't. I I heard people bitching about it. It's crazy. It's nothing. And as Phil points out, like the hairdressers aren't allowed to work. So, and I've seen that on my my uh, Facebook feed. The the hairdressers I know, they're all out of work and they can't work. So now you say, well, her hairdresser gets to work. How is that fair? Do you How's know? Do you know that she got to work? Well, she like, didn't I mean, cut her own hair. That's the issue. Maybe she just cuts her hair. It was front page of Yahoo News. It filled yeah. out everything. He's I know. Our official on-site re- reporter. I didn't see it though. Like not everybody's looking no. at Yahoo News, I guess. But well, it was more. I saw it on the CBS Evening News with that boring ass sports anchor. Oh my God, you guys are bringing up the hairdressers. That has nothing to do with it. Like nothing. You're mad. You're does mad it have for anything people. To do with it? Does it have you, anything to do with virus? No. I think. Does it have? I think. It, it have no, it has nothing to do with what's real about what's happening right now. Like that is nothing. I don't give a shit about money. I don't care. Like I'll lose my house. No, I'll lose. Big. I'll lose my kids. I'll lose not my kids. I'll lose my house. I'll move in with my parents. Like to save people's lives during this. Like I don't give a shit about the money. Like everybody cares about the money. I don't give a fuck. If I didn't have any money, I would be like, cool. I'm gonna go live with my parents if I didn't have a family and stuff. Like we're gonna we're gonna survive this. We just may all have to live our lives a little bit differently. And who cares? Like it's crazy. See, uh, all right. Well. I don't know how that happened, but apparently I got to Al there. All right. Wow. That ended the show? Jesus. All right. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.